This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is JK and Al. Woo, the crowd go wild. Woo! <laughs> uh, coming up on today's episode, we're talking to Tay Cabs. Yeah. From the Cabs family. Massive, massive YouTube family. Uh, hilarious. Um, and it's cool. This we've just Actually, we just did the interview before we recorded this. It's really good. The, this guy's a great guy. He's a lovely guy. Lovely He's a guy. really nice guy. So stay tuned for that. Coming up a little bit later, we've got another gear review. What's in the box? What's in the box? Still don't know what's in the box, do you? What's, I still don't still know. Still don't know. No. Uh, we've got that gear review coming up. We've also got a parenting story. Uh, all that and more coming up on JK and Alistair. Hey. I've got a crook in my neck today. Have you? Is that what they call it? Oh, do you have a fall? No. I think I just slept on it funny. Oh. You know when you wake up, it's just aching, and then your whole body feels painful, and then you just feel achy, and then you just feel a bit under the weather, and it's all just because you slept funny. Can I be a bit gen, as in your other half on you? Yeah. Man up. <laughs> Come on. Honestly. It's sore. I have a rather entertaining kid story for you if you hit want. me. Don't hit me. Has, has Ted ever really started questioning life, asking about what happens when you die or when mm. nanny or granddad die? Or is, is that... Convers- a little bit, I suppose. Yeah. I, I think it's normal. I think it's... it's, it's you know, they're inquisitive. They kind of want to know. They hear it more and more. You know, I, mm. I, I understand it. So uh, Luna, our youngest, came up to Charlie and said, uh, my wife, and said, oh, you're not, you're not going to die soon, are you? And we were like, "No, no, everything is fine. You <laughs> don't planned. Don't need to. Don't need to worry about that as yet. Uh, Mummy and Daddy are both very healthy, and will be for a very long time. Dad is almost fifty. No, we didn't do that, <laughs> and not very healthy. And then she, and then she said, "Oh, okay, that's good." And then she went, hmm, "Can I ask another question?" And Charlie went, "Yes, you can." She went, "Could you possibly die if you, let's say?" ate a lot of hand wash so so charlie went um it's a very precise question that uh i imagine if you ate lots of hand wash that you'd probably feel very sick but i don't think that you would die no and she was like oh okay well that's good charlie got um, bubbles (laughs) hang on a minute what do you mean that's good she was like oh nothing so charlie had to try and keep getting it out of her Anyway, it turns out that there's some toothpaste that she really doesn't like because she's, she's now gone on to adult yeah. toothpaste. So the toothpaste that she doesn't like, she's decided to put hand wash in it. 
in through the top of the nozzle. What? So she, so then it, then she can't have it. Well, I think, I think that was the reasoning behind it. Because if it doesn't taste nice, then she can just say, "Don't like that." Yeah, one. but she had this massive guilt trip and realised that wow. we also use that toothpaste. Well, if it was a prank. <laughs> Maybe she was pranking you. <laughs> I love I love the way that they kind of work backwards around that. So just uh, just a little bit of warning for you. If your toothpaste ever tastes like hand wash, which is right next to the toothpaste mm. in the sink, now you probably know why. Yeah. They really don't like the taste of that brand new yeah. toothpaste. Yeah, well, so don't worry. You're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we do a parenting story? could do a parenting story. Do you have a parenting story there? So this is a parenting story, but it's not like the other ones that we've had. This is one that we found and had to share it because okay. it is brilliant. It's called this. The 43-year-old who sued his parents for destroying his adult video collection. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, rather, rather than be embarrassed about his parents finding his little collection, 43-year-old David decided to take his parents to court for destroying his personal property. All right? <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, uh, right, here he goes. Um, he said, um, David lived with his parents for just under a year following his divorce. Right. Later, he moved out and asked his parents to send him his personal effects <laughs> however when he received his belongings he noticed something very important to him was missing none of none other than 12 boxes of adult videos and two boxes of intimate toys no <laughs> i was gonna say like how would you notice but i guess if you've got like a collection yep <laughs> which you've uh, very proud of and it's taken a long time to get that collection well, yeah makes more sense the average grown-up would not even dare ask their aging parents if they'd seen the whereabouts of such personal belongings however david it seems has no such boundaries in what must have been a very awkward conversation he asked his parents about the missing items According to court records, David's father responded by email that he did not have the videos in question. He also went on to write, it has either been destroyed or disposed of. I may well have missed a few items that are now in your possession, but at this point, if you don't have it, it's gone. <laughs> Ditto for your sex toys and smutty magazines. <laughs> <laughs> David's father told his son he destroyed and disposed of the items for the benefit of his son's mental health. <laughs> David was obviously very upset over losing his prized items. Uh, so he filed a lawsuit over the issue. <laughs> uh, it was reported that, uh, uh, that, uh, that David provided the court with a detailed list of the destroyed items, which included 50 intimate toys and paraphernalia, along with 1,605 DVDs and VSH, VHS tapes. Oh, my God. The adult collection was valued by an expert. <laughs> <laughs> They've really gone to town on this. And, it, and given a value of £30,000. Right, David, his attorney, argued that the majority of his collection was irreplaceable and the judge ruled in David's favour. Mum and dad had to pay up. The judge ordered David's parents to pay their son 30k in damages plus 14,519 for their son's like legal fees. Jesus. That's mad. In the statement, in the, statement uh, the judge who ruled on the case said there was no question that the destroyed property was David's property. The defendants repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property. 
Fine. So parents, be warned. When your children go off to college, do not destroy any dirty videos or magazines you find lurking in the bed, under the bed, or the closet. It could cost you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an argument there that he was just trying to look out for his son's mental health. True, but equally, sometimes a little light relief is good for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure 1,600 videos. Also, can I just say like one phrase? Pornhub. I mean... Well, like <laughs> well, yes, it's all digital now. Yeah, I've, exactly. I've heard I've heard it's digital. <laughs> but like, I, I guess really, this for me, it's ridiculous. Come on, it's your parents. But it sounds like this was a collection, like a collectibles collection. Now I'm saying this off the back of a weekend where I went to Bex Hill to a collectibles shop. Not for <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> good, yeah. not for sex toys. Just to clarify, and, uh, and sex DVDs, porn videos, uh, but for Pokemon cards. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> I don't know Pokemon. I'm a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's a different video <laughs> uh, for Pokemon cards. Um, uh, and, and and obviously there was people in there who were t- teaching Ted and myself about like proper collectibles, like proper collecting. Yeah, okay, so you're really getting into this now, aren't you? Right, it's all Ted. It's all Ted. No, no, it's not. Yeah, I, I can tell. There is a slight... Are you okay? Do we need to speak to someone? Well, yeah, I am into it. I am. You've, but, got, all, you've got all a bit like... But what we've... what we've. Okay, right. I'll, I'll be straight up with you. If you've got a bit of money... there was Actually, there was a post in Dad's Net the other day where someone said, I've got... I think he said about 10 grand. He said, what should I invest it in? Like, it's spare. Amazing. But he said, what should I invest it in? Honest to God, invest it in Pokemon cards. It's way more stable than crypto or <laughs> Can I point like out that gold. Al is not a financial expert. <laughs> Ask how I own Iona Baines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got these two options. <laughs> maybe DM Iona, but not Al. Because I, I kid you not, the the value of Pokemon cards is going up and up and up and up and up. But okay, for someone like me that that knows nothing about Pokemon, why are these cards so valuable? What? What makes a valuable Pokemon card? I don't, I don't get it. Okay, well, this is the irony, and this is going to bore some people, so you might want to just skip 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd probably give it actually two minutes. <laughs> but the, the, re, the reason why some cards are more valuable than others is because they are powerful cards in the game when you're actually playing Pokemon, right? So the card is worth more because you can kill more people or get more hits with it in, when you're actually playing the game. Now, the joke of it is that if you take it out of the packet and use it in your game the, the value of the card goes down but the only reason the value of the card is there in the first place is because of the game playing with it <laughs> so it's a bit yeah. of like a weird catch 22 yeah. situation however you've then now now you've got um like the value of the potential of having that card goes up so for example a first edition sealed pack from 1999 you don't know what's in it, it might be absolute guff or it might have a first edition Charizard, Shadowless, or whatever it is. I have no idea what you're talking about, but so, uh, but but because you could get it in that pack, those packs go for thousands of pounds. Because if you can pull the Charizard, which might be worth two hundred thousand pounds, you quids in. So, but the honest, honestly, so hang on, you you this is like buying. It's a lucky dip which you buy on the internet and they rip you off. It's a bit. So you're only, well, you're, no, it's 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 any collectibles. Like you don't know what you're getting in the pack, like a football pack. Yeah, but then how much does it cost just for a normal? Now, like a current pack, yeah, four quid. But in two years' time, the packs we're buying today for four quid will be eight quid. Right, and you'll, you won't be able to buy them in shops. You'll only buy them in 
online or from dealers or collectible shops right so the value is going up so there's a pack from about 10 years ago called evolutions to buy that pack it's about 25 quid <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the card you could pull if you pulled one of the good cards that card could be worth like 400 pounds right so the point is that you but you you can buy the pack and then keep it sealed and in a year's time the 25 quid pack will be worth 35 quid so my point is, is that it's only going up. So if you've got some money to invest, invest. So this is what, this is what I'm doing with Ted now. <laughs> like, and, and now what we're doing is we're now selling some of our ones that we've collected and pulled and we're using that money to invest. So actually now it's like a self-sufficient right. like little business, I suppose. Okay. And I mean, we're talking like 10 quid here and <laughs> there before the tax man comes. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally like 10 quid on face pay. Don't panic. <laughs> so there's your little business now yeah. Then, yeah so anyway to go full circle right. <laughs> outside of my weird obsession with pokemon <laughs> yes i am 35 <laughs> oh it's my birthday last week as well it's 35 oh, there's a story wow. um but but uh to come full circle i think that this man is not irritated because he's lost his porn <laughs> i think he's irritated because he's clearly this is quite a collectible yeah stash you don't know this. This is what you. Oh yeah, I mean, what's what's the word? I'm uh, uh, spe- um, speculating. Speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not ejaculate. I'm speculating. <laughs> I'm spejaculating. <laughs> anyway, God, going down a road um, dark. Route. If you would like to send us a parenting story, <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we'll find some kind of weird tenuous link down to my life. Send it in. <laughs> Uh, jknl at dadsnet.com or you can do it via the dadsnet.com so yeah. whichever way you want to do it <laughs> right should Ooh. we do an interview yes yes Come I mean take. we can't go from that to a very wholesome family that, like the take out you know I am a very wholesome family the cabs family we can't do this just because I like Pokemon cards age 35 <laughs> it's fine anyway let's chat to take cabs from the cabs family When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See, I told you I'd get him on. See, Taylor, look at that. Tay's there. He's in the screen, but we got him. I look. know. I didn't believe that you... I didn't believe you. Well, Tay, Tay, welcome to JK and Al's uh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, and I know that you, you're you an extremely busy, busy person. So to be able to get you from that first moment that we met each other, which was at the Pride of Britain Awards, we're on the same yeah. table as each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I was about to, there was some more food next next to me, which I was about to steal, but um, Tay and his wife turned up late, and just as I was about to steal it, they came yes. and sat down. <laughs> yes, I saw everything before that happened. I saw your whole movement. I knew you were going to take it, but obviously, you know, thank you for not taking it, actually, because I was quite hungry. Do, do you remember I got us a dessert as well, and I thought, oh, you, you haven't had dessert. So I got an, an, a, some dessert, and it was these loads of chocolates on this very posh slate. Yeah. Well, we didn't realise it was one slate per table. <laughs> so I got them a couple. Got one slate each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, no. 
but also thank you actually thank you for being so nice to us honestly we was like my wife actually told me to say that to you like you kind of welcome us on the, on the table we sat there like okay you know we had um, nick ferrari was, was there as well so we was just like oh my god what should we do what should we do but no thank you for being nice to us man yeah it was mainly charlie though right? <laughs> <laughs> charlie has that welcoming face not the grumpy yeah. old man face yeah just is. just interested in stealing chocolates <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was lovely to meet you both, honestly. And yeah, obviously I know, so Nick Ferrari was from where I work at, at Global. Um, he was, he's on LBC, I'm on Heart. So it was really nice to, and then, but actually it was actually quite nice for, for us all to get together and then, and watch what this, an amazing, I still think the best award ceremony on TV and the one that kind of means something, doesn't it? Definitely, by far. The ladies was crying, you know, when I said lady, I was crying, everyone was, had little tears in their eyes and stuff. So it was nice, really nice to be a part of that. But no one got hit, no one got punched. No. Wasn't that kind of award ceremony? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, when Carol Vorderman's your host, that's not going to happen. You, yeah, you know, true. she doesn't offend yeah. anyone. No, that's absolutely. She really doesn't. No. Um, so, okay, right. So, Tay, obviously, you're, you are Tay from the Cabs Family YouTube. Yes. Now, yes. YouTube is like your, was that, was that where you started on YouTube? No, we actually started on Snapchat. Wow, okay. Yeah, this is like before YouTube, before everything. It was just on Snapchat and it was just fun and games. Just fun and games, really. Actually, no, I tell you, I think it started, I'll say Facebook. I started posting on Facebook first. Um, It just kind of started off me making videos for my wife and she was at home at the time. So I was doing a school run. You know, school run can be boring. So I just put on the music and my daughter, who's now 13, she was like kind of singing and dancing in the car. And I thought, oh, she's quite funny. So I used to record her and send her over to my wife at home. And she'd be like, oh my, she was laughing. She's like, oh, why don't you put it on Facebook? And I was like, I don't think no one wants to see me and my daughter in a car just singing. And now that's all they want to see. Literally. So I put it on Facebook and then it just got so much views in one day. And I was like, okay, tomorrow we're going to do this again because this is just pretty cool, <laughs> you know? And from and- there, it's just been ongoing. And that was it. So, so okay. So, at your YouTube on your YouTube channel, the kind of the pinned uh, video is, was that the first one, or was that one a little bit down the line? Uh, I don't know which one's the pinned video right now. Which one million views? Like to just point out. Oh no, that's that's later on. This is like my first daughter started this. So, what everyone who everyone sees now is my second daughter, who's six years old. But she got it from my first daughter, and this was like me and her before she wasn't even born. Actually, the second one wasn't even born yet. So it was just me and her. Just, you know, being sitting in a car, type posting videos every single week, I think it was. And people wanted to see more, like what was happening outside the car. That's when I got into Snapchat. I started showing more like family life, us bantering at home and just doing the normal, usual family life things that people enjoyed watching. Oh, but you, you've got such a bond. I know that's stating the obvious, <laughs> you know, father, daughter. But I mean... Oh, it's just, it's so wholesome. It's so lovely. And can I just point out, you've all got great voices. Have we? Oh, is it? Are well, you singing I, voices or talking voices? Yeah. No, I, I can't I, sorry, I have just heard one of the, well, I guess it might have even been your latest video. I think, are you yeah. seeing Aretha Franklin or, yeah. um, and I, I'm not sure. Really? It's not, it's, no, you know what? It's true, guys. <laughs> The singing came from my wife, definitely my wife. I can't sing. I, I you know, I can hardly talk, to be honest with you, but it is, you know. Do you do you have music on in the house a lot? Because like the the girls, they they know the lyrics quite a lot, right? I 
Right, full disclosure, I've been a Bon Jovi fan for about 25 years. <laughs> oh, Tay's gone. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> but the point is, like, even now, after 25 years of only listening to Bon Jovi, it's pretty narrow, yeah. I get. But I still don't know all the lyrics. So mm. like, it's really impressive to kind of yeah. have that musical musicality, I suppose, to, like, just pick it up and go with it. Yeah, no, they love it. I have music on 24-7 in the morning before they wake up. So I, I get up like five in the morning and I train and stuff in the house. So I have like my music already blasting and I'm playing old school music. So they always know all my songs. So, and my daughter, my second daughter that you see um, recently, she's really impressive because she can listen to a song one time and know all the lyrics to it. Like just one play. And I found that really amazing to be honest. And yeah. I just kind of play on that. She knows the music. It's so it's so good really impressive yeah i think sometimes we don't really we sing the lyrics we don't really listen to the lyrics and i'll tell you where this changed exactly. do you remember a song by you two called stuck in a moment you can't get out of do you remember that it was on sing two as well they they, yeah. they did it in that movie and i never realized that that song is supposed to be about michael hutchins before he died that bono and michael hutchins had a chat to each other and he was like, I'm, I'm not feeling too great at the moment. Yeah. I, know, I know this is a little bit depressing, but that moment <laughs> I was like, I never knew that about that song. And I sing those lyrics, not knowing yeah. what I meant. And since yeah. that moment, I've always taken note now of what lyrics and, and actually, you know, yeah. do the old school, find the lyrics and sing along with it just to see what yeah. that song really means. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Deep. So, so after that video, um, obviously we, we've kind of seen people where I guess that first video or first few videos go viral, I suppose it's fair to yeah. say, isn't it? After that, like, at what point did you move from whatever you were doing before career-wise to, okay, now we're doing YouTube and social and influence and creating? How was that? It was more, yeah, because I used to work um, in Sky, actually. I was, a, I was an um, engineer, so that, that was pretty good. I loved, I loved working for Sky. And it just kind of got to a point where I was going to people's houses and they'll be like, hey, I know you, I, f I follow you, I know who you are. So then it was cool in the beginning, I was like, that's fine. Then it, got, it kind of got a bit weird, you know, because like I'm fixing someone's sky and then they're playing my video and I can hear my voice <laughs> on their phone while I'm there. So I said, okay, this kind of has to change, you know. But then um, obviously by God's grace, I, was, I, I started doing well and just decided that this is it for me. I'm going to try and go for it full time and just really really go for it and give him you know i love creating videos i you know and it obviously it, it works for me yeah it must be like this for all creators though because there is that point where you go right should i go full time and before that yes. you've got an income you know you've got a regular income is it quite a scary process to go right i'm stopping that and now we're purely making money on on youtube on social media is that scary million percent especially because i've got kids as well it's not just me by myself or my my missus and i'm like let's do it that's fine when you've got kids and you know you have you know you've got to make money for your kids so you really gotta think about it and think about you know do you really want this are you really gonna if you stop i know what people think you, you do nine to five and then if you work for yourself you're not nine to five but you work more than nine to five like it's hours is sometimes you don't sleep you're yeah. always creating videos you're editing you're doing something and then yeah, it just turned into a family business. I suppose a lot of people would ask, how does that happen? How do you how do you make money when you just stopped a regular income and then you just go to social media? And again, I, you know, we we're sort of in this industry, but yeah. is it purely from? Is it just adverts? Is it you know? Is it deals? Is it what? How, can you remember that first time? 
the first time I think I made money from it, I think it wasn't even a lot. I can't remember where it was. It was just, I think it was a paid partnership. Something, I can't remember who the brand was exactly, but they just offered us, oh, I'll pay you money to promote this something in your videos. And I did it. It was a lot, but I was like, oh, wow, this is, well, you can make money from this. This is okay. And then obviously after that, we started making money from different places. It's not just one specific thing that we do, you know. It can be brand deals, obviously YouTube, it's Facebook. It's, there's so much, it's a variety, you know, there's so much things happening. You know, there's different ways of making money, not just that. What's, like, what's the, I've done a little bit of uh, bits and pieces like this, and in terms of with the kids featuring yeah. on socials. Kids are kids. Like, I'd rather work with animals than I would kids, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> because at least an animal you can train. Like, yeah. they're just kind of, or you don't know what they're going to say. And then sometimes when you think, oh, we've got to get this video done this afternoon, we've got after an hour's window or whatever it is, and, the, and your kid's just having none of it. Yeah. Like, how do you balance kind of, uh, like, you, you know, you need your kids to be part of, this because it's a family yeah. it's a family business it's a family yeah. youtube channel what yeah. do you do when the kids are like nah dad sorry i just want to watch moana then the camera goes off that's it it is there's not much to it you know it's never been we never forced them and i think the kids like recording and filming more than us the parents because there'll be times when i'm the one saying i don't want to film today i'm just, i want to just relax and they're like no i want to film today i want to do a video they they love it they love you know, um, kind of, my daughter loved singing. She loved performing, you know. So any kind of chance she got in a car to be with me and, you know, she just loves it. And I think it's good because we also spend so much time together. Like, you know, we're always together. We're just like, we're so close together. So to to do that and be around your family 24-7, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. But they do love it. They do love the filming. Um and they, just, they went really, really well behaved. I know it was very cliche because, you know, everyone will say that about their own kids, but they are really, really behaved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they, are, they are really behaved. People seeing them on the street and, and then they're so quiet. They're so quiet. And they're like, oh, my yeah. God, they're so well behaved. And, you know, when their camera's on and they're performing, they perform. Like, my daughter can sing. But when she you see her, she's like, hi, you know, nice to meet you. She's really, really quiet. Oh, Talking of which, let, I think you've had some rather surreal moments. Let's talk about the, the Steve Harvey show, because that was yeah. that was incredible, what happened when you were on there. Just explain that, because that was brilliant. That was insane. And the, the most amazing thing to happen to us, because I grew up obviously watching Steve Harvey, so I know everything about him. And yeah, they just got, he got us on his show, and it was just surreal. Show? And then Explain the, the show. What the show is? Yeah. So basically, yeah, Steve Harvey's got this amazing show where he brings talent on. And basically, he's just about promote, you promote yourself on there. And he's, he's obviously told his people that who we are, introduced us, what, what we do, all our numbers and everything. And on top of that, he had Michelle Williams from Destiny Child to come on and sing with us as a surprise to, to my children, who obviously love her. And it was just a whole surreal moment. It was just like something we've never done before. I mean, that is quite incredible, you know someone from destiny's child is responding to to the singing that's just wow it's, it's amazing it's 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 so nice and just to hear him say my name like he was just saying okay tay and shan he, he just gave us a whole amazing intro and i sat there like wow this is really happening this this steve harvey just said my name 
And you've had quite you've had quite a journey so far. What what do you think? Is that one of the highlights of the journey? Yes, by far, yeah. Because we've got a big fan base in America. So obviously I'm from London, so it's a thing where it is is quite hard to reach out to I think I don't know what it is, but America is where we're kind of based, even though I'm I'm in London, but all our fan base is there. So it was nice to just be on a platform in America and a big platform as well where they can say, oh, that's the Cash family, you know, it's, it's, it's big, really big for us. And w- talk us through the, um, you did a, was it a, a celebrity basketball game? Was that? Yes. Yeah. So that one was quite interesting because they, they kind of, I was on holiday actually with the family. We took a break and went to Turkey and I got a call from a manager saying, oh, they want you to play basketball in celebrity basketball. So I was like, no one cared to ask me if I can play basketball first. <laughs> so, you know, so I said, I asked my wife, I said, what do you think? Should I do it? And she said, you know what, just do it. It's fun. You know, it's for charity. Why not? You know, even though I can't play basketball for nothing. So, yeah, we just went for it. It was interesting. Really good. You know, with amazing, amazing other celebrities and UK creators and stuff. It was so nice. It's it celebrity ball out, I think, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yes. Yeah, celebrity ball out. Like soccer aid, but basketball. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they do one every year. I think every year they do one or so. So it, it was nice. I didn't score. I didn't score. Would you call it scoring? Or is it points? I don't know. I don't even know what the Basket. name is. It? They, they call Basket. it Jack. So Basket. just to disclose, producer Jack, who's listening to this call, producing in the background, he's massive <laughs> basketball fan. Yeah. So he's probably squirming as we going, what, how do they score? What do they do? <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. it is, basket, a goal, or whatever it is, basket, Basically, I got none. I got none baskets. <laughs> you mean you didn't get a three-pointer? Come on. Three point. No, listen, I learned how to play basketball the day before. <laughs> I actually, honestly, honestly, I actually hired uh, a basketball coach. I DM'd him. I said, look, can you please teach me how to play? He said, no problem. How long we got? I said, one day. And he was like, okay, cool. Please. And that was it. Everything he showed me on that day, I didn't do none of it. What celebs were you playing alongside and who was the best? Oh, okay. Who was the best? Can I, I can't say me, can I? Because I didn't. <laughs> Not after that. Not story. after that, no. <laughs> um, there was, so it's like people that was on Love Island. There's Michael Griffin. He was on um, one of the Love Islands. Um, there's a footballer called uh, um, Jet. There's a, to be fair, there's a lot of people and some grime artists, um, D-Double E. There was... Uh, Michael Fontaine, actors. There's a there's a lot of big actors as well that was in there, and yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know who was played. Oh, I, we we lost. First of all, let me just put it out there before I know you might ask me the next question. Who won? <laughs> we lost. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think everyone played well. Everyone played well. Amazing. I mean, so okay, so Tay, you've you've had a um, you know an amazing journey through social and like seeing the power of of what YouTube and the other platforms can really do for people in the 21st century. Um, yeah. But uh, like fatherhood, like being a dad is a, is a leveler, like regardless of whether you're playing basketball with celebs or whether you're on the Steve, um, you know, the Steve show, whatever, it's being a dad is a leveler. It doesn't matter who you are and what you're doing. You, yeah. you were a dad at, at 19, was that right? It was, how old was I? I was about 18, 19, about 18, I'll say, yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's young, right? So how how yeah, yeah. was that, like, being, because, you know, we're all dads here, we know how hard being a dad is, let alone being yeah. a dad when, you know, well, I, I'm speaking for myself, obviously this is, you know, might be completely different, but for me, yeah. I didn't even know who I was at 18. 
let alone yeah. try and mm. raise someone else. Exactly. It was scary. I was it, was. it was very, very scary because, as you said, I was. I was young. I never knew what was going on. I have had no money, so it, clearly it wasn't planned. So it was a thing where I just had to kind of stick, just kind of get my mind into it, really. But honestly, I didn't have a clue, and I would just have to freestyle. Even to now, I know people see me now, and oh, you know, I've got three kids, and I'm doing well. But every day, you're not, you're not sure. You're just learning. You, you know, as you as you grow, you learn. You know. So back then. I never had no money to my name. And I remember me and my wife just sitting there with this newborn baby, like, okay, what do we do now? Like, what happens next? Because I don't know. Like, I haven't got money to, to buy to buy nappies and stuff. So it was a thing where I had to really put everything away, like not going out. I didn't go out as much. I kind of focused on just thinking of doing something, you know, getting jobs and anything I could find to put, get my hands on just to make money, you know, and that was my kind of way of thinking to, to look after my family, you know, driver license, I had to learn how to drive, I had to get a cheap car so I can drive my family around. And these are all the things that an 18 year old shouldn't be really thinking about. It should be more like, oh, partying and stuff, you know? But I mean, like kudos, because, the, you know, I think there's a lot of 18 year olds who, who would find themselves in that situation actually don't step up. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. and they, they, I haven't got a car, well, <laughs> So they're not, they just won't try. And I think like that's, yeah. a, you know, an incredible testament to you as an individual. Thank you. Step yeah. up at 18, 19 and, yeah. and, you know, I think that's. Yeah, I had no choice to be fair. I even told my my, my partner's mum, I said, don't worry, I've got everything covered. This is what, as, as a man you do, I've got everything covered, don't worry about it, you'll be fine, she'll be fine. And yeah, I just had to freestyle the way. But the good thing is that I've been with my partner since we was like 12 years old. So yeah. it's the thing where it's, it's we we're, we're so tight, you know. So I've been growing the same time as her. So it's not like she she like she gets it. She gets it, you know. That's the best thing about it. It's really weird because someone I work with had um, children at you know the same age as as, we, as you had children, and I kind of say because I I had kids at forty. So let's say he had kids at twenty, but like yeah. his eldest now, I don't know. I can't remember how old she she is. But the one thing that I don't. And this is quite a sad thing. The one thing I don't think I will see grandchildren. You know, that's one of the things when you have children later on that mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of likely I won't see grandchildren. You know, you, you know, you probably will, which is oh, wow. you reap wow. the benefits in other ways, don't you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I've never actually thought that far of having grandchildren. That's just making me sound old. <laughs> I'm at that age. <laughs> JK's like his psyche at the moment. <laughs> oh, wow. Grandchildren. I've never thought that far. But I mean, hey, if it happens. You know, later on, I hope it's later, later on when I'm like in my late or whatever age. But that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I never thought that far, but yeah. You, you, uh, your youngest is obviously much younger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you feel better, like prepared to yeah, as a dad now? Like obviously experience is very helpful for like everyone. Yeah. But do you yeah. kind of think like, I did it when I was 18. Like this is a walk in the park now. Like, is it, or is it still like, oh shit. No, I, no. I, I always thought, no, I always tell people this. You're never ready to be a dad. It don't matter how many kids you got. I had one when I was young. I had another one when obviously three years ago or four years ago coming out, but it's like, it's still the same. You still get confused, you know? And it's just it, like every child is different just because the first one was quiet or whatever. It, it's always, it changes, you know, like now I'm getting to the stage of now, Obviously, my daughter is a teenager, so that's a whole new kind of parenting yeah. to the world in the beginning. Because now I've got to worry about okay, 
I'm hoping she don't talk she ain't talking to no boys. You know, she she's got an age where it's like, I don't know what's happening. She's traveling by herself. So I get scared where I'm so used to everyone being in this bubble where I'm like, okay, I'm dropping I'm dropping you here. I know what's going on with everyone. Now it's like, you know, it, you've got teenagers, it's different. It's different yeah. now. So it is scary at any age, you know, so it doesn't matter how old they are. Valuable message. Do you know what happens though? I think we I think we we are built to to forget the tough times, like the lack of sleep. Yeah you know, teething, whatever it is. I think we're built to forget that. Because if you didn't forget that, you wouldn't have any more. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, it's, and yeah, every single one, you you kind of almost, it's like a reset, isn't it? You go, right, okay. It feels like you're having a, a kid for the first time again. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I, I was even thinking, to be honest with you, I was even like, I had recently thinking like, you know, I think I might have another one. Like, I was just literally thinking about it. I'm not sure yet. Obviously, I have to speak to... Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> Yeah. I, feel like I haven't gone round to that bit yet, but I'm kind of doing my part first. I think, yeah. Right here yeah. on this podcast first. <laughs> first time. No one's, no one's heard that. No one's heard that yet. So just let everyone know first time. Everyone's been asking, would there be another one? Would there be another one? So here I'm to confirm that I'm not sure, but I'm planning. I'm planning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's like? What's the best age so far? I I, I don't know. I, you know, I, so I've got eight year old, ten year old, and I've got an eighteen year old stepson. But obviously, that's you know, he, he's eighteen. I don't really do very much responsibility yeah. wise with him. But like, what's the best age? I, I wouldn't know how to answer this. So that's one throwing to you. I think honestly, all, every single age for me personally is the best because there'll be times when I will be with my thirteen year old. And we're literally just watching TikToks or we're literally bonding on doing something that she wants to do, bowling. And it's pretty fun, to be honest with you. I feel young again doing that. Or it might be with my six-year-old, like you see, we're in a car, we're singing, we're dancing. You know, she likes to do makeup and my nails and stuff. So I'm always letting her do that. And then my son, who is in love football, so he's like a big Mbappe fan. So I take him footwear every Sunday and that's kind of mine and his thing. We go to the garden, we play football together and, you know, I'm barging him and stuff. So everyone has their kind of, you know, everyone's different, but I enjoy it every single age. Yeah, it is true. And it does make you feel young, doesn't it? It really, really does. Definitely. My my, my body might not feel the same, but... Yeah. I definitely... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly that. Um, So for for those that are not following you, and why not, um, there's a few places that that we can follow you personally and and the family. What, What are you on socials? On social, on my personal one is just Tay underscore Cabs, and on the Cabs or on the um, family one is just the Cabs family, and that's on everywhere. On Twitter is different; it's Family Cabs because someone did it before me. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it's Family Cabs on um, Twitter. But I, that's where you get the whole family. And on YouTube, it's just the Cabs family. Oh, amazing! And now, if you don't, you really should follow. Honestly, yeah, it, it's just it's it's brilliant. It's funny. It's wholesome. It's it's everything that that life should be. Now, here, this is the question that we ask um, a lot of creators like yourself, and there's usually quite a long-winded answer. So what's what's the future for you and, you know, the Cabs family? What can we see you in what, soon more? Um, well, what you can see is a lot of us. You see more of us, sorry, what's I say? More of us. Um, there is a lot. You may, you may be seeing us on, you know, your screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, there is a few things we've got we're working on. Like I said, as you say, you know, we can't say much, but there is a lot to look forward to. Um, One thing I will say, actually, is look out for my daughter, my first daughter. 
Um, yes, she is taking up acting, so she will be in a movie. She is in a movie that will be coming out this year. I can't say which movie it is, but this year, look out for her. It'll be a big, big movie. And yeah, she's part of it. Okay, maybe we can ask questions. You can say yes, no, or just don't say anything. Um, okay. Will we see her as in real life, or would we would we just hear her? No, you'll see her. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll see her. You'll definitely see her. You will know it's her. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, and it's just amazing. It's amazing to see my daughter in this, in this space that you're about to see. I see a proud dad there. Do you? Yeah. Very, well, proud, very, very proud. I think it's because I've always said this. I've had a little, a small little plan before this. I've always said I wanted, you know, my kids to, you might be in a car with me, but go out and do whatever you want to do. So if you want to be an actress, do that. If you want to be a singer, do that. So they all got their own individual goals that they want to do. So for me to help out and give them some type of confidence in that car, you know, they obviously you guys have seen them singing, but for them, they're building confidence and they're just going out in the world and just smashing it. And I think this is the time, yeah, for them to go out and do that. Well, they're doing it because that's the way they've been raised. So whilst they have their own individual talents, you know, yeah. the talent as dad is clearly, you know, we're seeing that with the results of that, aren't we? And that's, yeah. yeah, so credit where credit is due. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's been lovely chatting to you again, Tay. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us. And hopefully, well, I might see you uh, this year at the Pride of Britain Awards again, if we're yes. invited, obviously. Yes, definitely. We'll be there. We'll be there. Hopefully they, they give us, you know, the same table again. Yeah. You know, my second time being there. So this will, this will be my third time now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Tay has definitely put in a request. Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will come again, but only if I'm not next to this You guy. won't be getting your slated chocolates, all right? Uh, I really want to get one of those each, not per table, each. Yeah. I'll try and get there before you this time. Okay. I'll try and get there before you this time. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank oh, you, Tay. Love the chocolate. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Thanks, Tay. All uh, right, should we do some gear review? Okay. In that bag, there's there's nothing to do with Pokemon, is there? Who knows? <laughs> Who the hell knows? What's in the box? What's in you know, the box? You should probably just rename this feature. What's in the box? <laughs> I'll get Luna to yeah. say it. And, and then the irony is that it's a bag. <laughs> <laughs> but there's boxes in the bag. Ooh. Should we go for that one? It's my turn. Go for it. Okay. So while I'm opening it, what have we had so far? We had uh, the sports bracelet. Yeah. Which was basically a fake Apple Watch. Yes. And, uh, we, and, a, and a toilet seat cover. Which is still over there on to, the seat. To so. keep your cheeks warm. So this is producer Jack and editor Marcus. Oh, yes. Oh. It's the vintage T9. I actually need one of these. A what? So the vintage T9, it's a, it's a professional trimmer. Oh, Oh my god! Genuinely, I've been wanting one of these for ages. <laughs> Who knew? Jack, you smashed it. Well, it's a it's a trimmer, like a beard trimmer. Yeah, yeah, but or is the, it a, like a gooch trimmer? It's the no manscaping. Can, I suppose you can use it for whatever you want to use. <laughs> the man, the manscaping trimmer. Oh yes, look at this beaut. Ooh. Oh. And that looks quite retro, vintagey. There you go. Look at that. Wow. Isn't that nice? Wow, who knew there was actually some good stuff in the box? So, right, so these... Have you, have you seen these on, like, um, on Instagram? Like, the adverts that come up and they... they so, and it's like, like sharp lines. Yeah, but it's really sharp and it goes. Yeah. 
is there, is there anything? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Do my eyebrow. It's on. I'll go home and Jenna will be like, ow, what, what's happened? <laughs> so let's... Let's do it on the hand first. Oh my god, <laughs> is it bad? That is good. Oh, do you know what? If you, I will let you do the very end of my eyebrow. Are you sure? Yeah, let's test it properly. Should I come to you? It's got to be the very end. I don't want a line in the mid. I don't want a line in the middle. Okay. Come on. Yeah. That that camera there. Yeah, yeah but it's got to be like right on the edge. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go. No, oh, no, no, you came too close. You came too close. You did. You came too close. Keep still. Oh, it's, it's actually really good. That is actually really... Let me do a bit of the beard because that grows back. Oh, it does. It grows back. Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, keep still. No, I don't know what you, where are you going? Just do the line. I am you? doing it there. I'm, I'm doing you a line. There you go. That is really good. What have you? Have I actually? <laughs> taken a chunk out. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, it's quite good. I'm, I'm taking that one. <laughs> I'm having it. Uh, Jack, you've set a high, high bar. <laughs> Jack, that's. I thought this stuff was the stuff we were buying because it comes out of our budget mm. is really cheap. Is that really cheap? I bloody hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the comeback is like 250 quid so there it is what's it called the vintage t9 trimmer professional trimmer it says profession professional ah <laughs> uh, uh, now it's my, now let me see why it's cheap it's got three combs it's got the oil of the cleaning brush yeah these are the ones that oh, it's got all your beard stuff on it <laughs> but yeah these are the ones that you see on um decent on the internet they're really good and it's rechargeable as well via a mini usb loving that it was worth coming into work today, wasn't it, Jay? It literally was. <laughs> I am so happy. I love the I, I bagged it straight away. Yeah, I didn't even get a look in. <laughs> uh, that's good, though. Like, if yes, there you go. If you're looking to trim your beard or any other part of your hairy body. Loving that. Nice one, Jack. Could you do your hair with it? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Like your actual head head? Yeah, yeah. That's how I do my own hair. Because mm. it's just a grade one all the way around my hair. It's the simplest hair in the world. There it is. That's what was in the box. There we go. Uh, more gear reviews, more what's in the box or the bag coming up next week. Um, there we go. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I enjoyed today's episode. It was nice. It was nice mm. to, uh, to uh, talk about... Um, Pokies, Mon. <laughs> if anyone wants to talk about Pokemon, I'm open. I'm Do open it in your it. own time. Have a lovely week. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a chat about Pokemon in the JK and our Facebook group. Yeah, you feel free. I won't be there. <laughs> You're an admin, though. <laughs> I am an admin. <laughs> I can stop it. You could delete it. <laughs> delete. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to. <laughs> no, true. Anyway, have a good week. That's net original podcast.